Long time coming, but we back. Yeah. If they dream in the sun while they're spinning, they spit on my trucks, yeah. I couldn't take And if they came in the sack, no stems, no seeds in the back, yeah. You got it. And if they ripped from my wrist and it looked like it shined like blue, yeah. I couldn't Episode, man, I don't even know what episode we on right now. Ah, man, I got to take a guess right now. Maybe 80... Jeez, maybe 83, maybe? I'll figure it out before I post it, though. Jaheem, I got to question you about this, this about this song right here, man. We got we got to talk about this, man. This might not always work for real. This is a classic, though. I ain't going front. This is definitely a classic, though. Gotta get my podcast legs back underneath me. But we here though. We ain't going nowhere. We here. Got it. Episode unknown right now. I think 83, maybe 90. I don't know. I have no idea. But we here. We here, man. Jaheim, we gotta talk about that song though, man. Put that woman first. You never told us what happens when you put her first and it don't work. Then what happens? <laughs> you know what I mean? What what you supposed to do after that, man? You put her first and it don't work, then what happens? Jaheim, we still waiting for that answer, man. 
But yeah, we here, man. You got it. Episode, like I said, the unknown episode, because I don't know the number, but I will before I post it. And yeah, man, I've been out the loop, man. I've been out the loop. Been trying to get some stuff situated. Uh, it's going to take me a while to get my podcast legs back underneath me, which hopefully will happen this week. Um, yeah, man. And, and, and I've had, I've had probably maybe five or six times where I've gotten everything ready to record and I just haven't been able to do it. And I think a part of it is because I'm so raw and so real with y'all on here that there were things that I didn't want to talk about. So, you know, personal wise, per, well, I guess in my personal life. Um, so I, I, I couldn't really never, you know, get up the energy to, uh, I ain't gonna say the energy, but I just couldn't, I don't know. I just couldn't, I couldn't tap in, man. I don't know. I, I just couldn't tap in, man. There were things I just didn't want to talk about that. I'm still not sure I really want to talk about, but um nonetheless though we here right now that that's it nonetheless we here right now uh yeah man but we you know like i said i got a lot going on personal in my personal life and i do want to kind of get into that um but we definitely ain't doing that right now but it definitely got a it got something to do with that song i just put out there first just now definitely got something to do with the intro song and yeah, man, we we'll get like I said, we'll get into that maybe later this episode. I really don't know. I don't really have no docket. I'm just kind of winging it right now. Um, but it feels good to be back, though, man. It feels good to be back. Definitely feels good to be back. Cause I feel like it's been so long, man. I think it's been like a maybe like almost two months. Give or take, and a lot has happened, you know, in those two months. A lot has definitely happened in those two months. Um, yeah, my personal life was was definitely yeah kind of blown up a little bit, man. And I was trying to you know be on my jaheem, didn't work out too well. Uh, but we'll 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 we'll, we'll get into that maybe later. I don't know. Like I said, we'll we'll see what happens. Um, just finished. I mean, yeah, it's, it's NFL Sunday, so we'll kind of start with sports. Kind of get into a couple of things with sports. Just a couple of takes that I got. I kind of want to get off real quick. NFL Sunday, good slate of games today. Um, I think the best game of the day was the Eagles and the Cowboys game. Came down to the end, last second play. Dallas comes up short again. But I will say this, Dallas, they proved a lot to me today. This might have been the game of the year. This Dallas-Eagles game might have been the game of the year. Dallas definitely proved a lot to me today that they're really not a, they're not a pushover. You know, when push comes to shove, Dallas will show up. And they did show up today. I thought they were going to win the game. Um, they had... The chance to win the game, they had at least chance, at least a chance to tie the game. Um, but there's still just certain things that Dallas does uh, mentally that just does not allow them to get over the hump. They make too many mental errors. The Dallas Cowboys beat themselves more times than not. 
And again, that's what happened tonight. Dak steps out of bounds on a two-point conversion, easy conversion. He just steps out. Um, you know, a couple plays before that, they throw the ball uh, to the tight end. He's a half an inch short of the goal line because he didn't run his route deep enough. It would have been a touchdown. It's just it's those mental errors, and it doesn't seem like Dak takes a sack. Um, you know, when they get down, like inside the red zone, Dak takes a sack on second or third down, which is inexcusable sack at that point in the game. There's less than, you know, 30 seconds left. Inexcusable sack at that point. It's just the mental errors, man. You know, Dallas, they just found a way. I don't know. They just found a way to beat themselves, man. I, you know, um, I hate to say it, but SA, when, you know, when, when, when SA says it, man, what can go wrong will go wrong. That usually happens with the Dallas Cowboys, man, unfortunately. You know, but, I mean, when you when you going down and you got a, you know, roughing the passer and a, you know, pass interference penalty or whatever Dallas got in that last drive when they had 40 seconds, 47 seconds left and you get down into the red zone, you cannot, you, you have to know you cannot take a sack there. You just have to know that. Like, you know, you, you got to somehow mentally realize that at that point in the game, the last thing that could happen is taking a sack. And sure enough, Dax gets sacked. Uh, they go from the red zone the way outside the red zone. They run the last play. You know, he gets to the CD lamb. He's about three yards short of the end zone. That's all due to taking that sack. It's just little things like that, man. But Dallas showed me a lot today. Uh, the Eagles, Eagles are tough, man, but they can't be beat. That's that's what I've seen today. Um, Jalen Hurts is, is still playing elite QB right now. He's still playing QB at an elite level. Um, AJ Brown, Devontae Smith, they got weapons. Dallas Goddard did get hurt this game. He will be out for a couple weeks. I think he fractured his forearm, so he'll be out for a couple weeks. So that's going to take one of their weapons away. But Philly still looks strong. The tush push, it looks unstoppable. Um, but yeah, but as, as far as like the NFC is concerned, Philly is literally the only team. Like Dallas, Philly. Uh, after that, it's a huge drop off to the Detroit Lions, and I'm glad that everybody realized. I've been telling people about Brock Purdy and him being a regular this whole time, and now the San Fran has lost three in a row, and Brock Purdy has come back down to earth. There's a lot of game film on him now. He does not appear to be the same quarterback that he was, or whatever you know, whatever people thought he was. He's no longer that. And yeah, so I put the 49ers right there with the with the Lions. I think the 49ers are probably better than the Lions. Um, but it's a huge drop off though. Although although well, yeah, I can't say a huge drop off, man, because the 49ers smashed the Cowboys. So of course any given Sunday, always. But if you take away that 49ers game, Dallas looks like the second best team in the NFC. <laughs> The only problem is that 49ers game exists. If the 49ers and Dallas play again and the Dallas team that showed up today against the Eagles shows up, they beat the 49ers easily. But you just don't know if that team is going to show up. So, but yeah, NFC, horrible, horrible. It's the Eagles, everybody else. And that's just that. Um, AFC, we had a big time game today. 
Oh, let, let me not and let me not forget about the Seahawks. Although they did lose to the Ravens today, the Seahawks are still they're still around there. They're they're still there. Don't make the playoffs. But uh, AFC wise, yeah, Kansas City and the Dolphins. Kansas City, um, although they did slip up last week against Denver, I knew they were going to win the day and beat the Dolphins. It was inevitable. Kansas City is still pretty much the top dog in the AFC. Of course, they're not. I mean, look, the loss to Denver, division game, on the road, bad conditions. You know, I mean, come on. I mean, Kansas City's going to lose. They're not going to – I mean, they're going to lose games. That's just the reality. But when it comes to playoff time, they're not going to lose games. So I did, was not too worried about them after last week's loss. Ah, poor Sharif, man. I can't believe I'm sitting there watching minutes. They killed Sharif. It was rough. Um. But, you know, the thing about Kansas City is that you know when the push comes to shove, they will be there at the end. Uh, that's one thing for sure. They will be there. And, you know, they played the Dolphins. The Dolphins, they're strong, but the Dolphins' record against 500 teams is 0-3. They're 6-0, and 0, I think, against everybody else. Uh, so they've yet to kind of step up and, and play somebody in – and beat a big dog, but I mean the Dolphins are they're there, they're right there. They'll be a playoff team. But as far as the, the AFC East being the best division of football, that's clearly not the case. Um, especially after we just watched Cincinnati uh beat Buffalo again. And I'm starting to worry about Buffalo. I still believe Buffalo is one of the best teams in football, but I'm starting to get a little worried. Uh, last week I had them in my top five. This week they definitely are coming out of my top five list. And, you know, Cincy, man. You know what I mean? Cincy, when, when, just, when you, just when you least expect. Just when you least expect. I know that ain't who I think it is. Yeah, it's Joe Burrow and those boys. It's Joe Burrow and those boys. You, just when you least expect. They didn't came out of nowhere. They didn't get healthy. Burrow has gotten healthy, and they're right there. They're looking very, very strong right now. Um, I would probably put them at number five in my top five list right now. Um, and the, and the AFC North is clearly the best division in football. Every team is above five hundred. Uh, with the Ravens sitting at top seven and two, Steelers five, my Steelers five and three, um, Cleveland five and three, Cincy five and three, uh, but Cincy's five and three has come with some some pretty big wins lately. Uh, Bills, 49ers, um, there be somebody else three weeks ago. I can't remember who that team is right now, but um, Cincy's they're they're coming, they are coming. Baltimore. Dismantle Seattle today. And Seattle in the NFC, they're probably a top five team. And Baltimore just pretty much did away with them. Odell Beckham gets back in the end zone for the first time in a long time today. And right now, the Ravens, they look strong. If it's not for Kansas City and me just, you know, realizing Kansas City is still, you know, the, the top dog in the AFC. I would have the Ravens as the number one team. I, I would. Uh, they're definitely in my top five 
for sure. And they look like a, you know, I mean, aside from the loss to my Steelers, the Ravens should be undefeated. And I think they have another loss. I think it's to the Colts, um, which was aberration, obviously. But if you take those two losses, I mean, those are two games that they pretty much should have won. They should be undefeated right now. They're not, but they should be. So kudos to Lamar Jackson for getting his money and not missing a beat. He's still playing quarterback at an elite level, which, which you know, which always, when I think about it, people were trying to say Brock Purdy was elite. Brock Purdy is nowhere near Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is elite. Patty Mahomes is elite. Joe Burrow is elite. You cannot put Brock Purdy in the same sentence with those guys, man. You just can't. Um. Yeah, but let me. Yeah, Jaguars. They've been playing some good football. My Steelers. We are five and three, man. A lot of people probably did not think that we would be here right now at five and three, but we are. Um, tough loss to Houston, but as we see now, Houston is no slouch. They're four and four in the division. C.J. Stroud is the real deal. Um, four hundred seventy yards passing, five touchdowns today, and a win against Tampa Bay, in which they were down. After Tampa Bay scored with less than a minute left, C.J. Stroud goes right down the field, touchdown, game winner. Um, he looks to be the overall better quarterback than Bryce Young, which a lot of people believed uh, coming into the draft. Um, Carolina probably kicking themselves for taking Bryce Young. Bryce Young is not a bum, but he's not C.J. Stroud. At least that's not what it looks like right now. Uh, C.J. Stroud, you know, after what he did with Marvin Harrison, um, in the what was that the Rose Bowl game last year in Georgia? I mean, I mean, come on, what he, the performance he put on in that game last year alone lets you know that he was the real deal, and he's done nothing but continue to prove that so far this year in the NFL. So our loss to Houston is not a bad loss any longer. Houston is is the real deal. They're 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 no slouches. They're not going to make the playoffs, but they're the real deal. Um, but nonetheless, though, I mean, we're five and three. Tomlin's still doing his thing. Kenny getting better. Chemistry getting a little bit better offensive line-wise. And we're going to keep rocking, man. I think we got Green Bay coming up this week. It's going to be a tough game. But, you know, it lines up for us to make the playoffs. We just got to beat the teams that we're supposed to beat moving forward and win a couple division games at home. So... Shout out to my Steelers, though. Shout out to Glorilla for showing up. You know, she came to see Mike Tomlin. That was definitely lit. Uh, Glorilla being a Steelers fan is was not something I had on my bingo card this year, but she is, and she's a real one. Shout out Big Glow. Uh, and her picture, and, her, and her, her, just her whole meeting that, you know, they recorded. Of course, they recorded the interaction with her and Tomlin. It was super dope. Uh, just genuine energy between both of them. And, I mean, yeah, that's the reason. I mean, you got to rock. If you don't rock with Glorilla, I don't know what to say to you. She's definitely one of the realer rappers, genuine down to earth. Definitely seems like a, a cool vibe. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, but let me get to my top five teams. Uh, top five teams right now. Um, I say coming in at number five, I'm going to go with Dallas. The Dallas Cowboys coming in at number five. Uh, coming in at number four, I'm going to go the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, 
Coming in at number three, I'm going to go with the Philadelphia Eagles. Yes, the Philadelphia Eagles. I know. I mean, they have they they should be one or two, but I have them coming in at number three because I just can't see putting the NFC team above the two AFC teams when I know the AFC is the better division. So I just I just can't do it. I really just can't do it. Coming in at number two, I have the Baltimore Ravens. Um, you know, as I stated before, if not for the Kansas City Chiefs being the big dogs, I would have the Ravens at number one. But of course, in order to uh, be the big dog, you got to beat the big dog. And I have yet to see Baltimore beat Kansas City yet. So I have them coming in at number two. And I have the Chiefs coming in at number one. I don't care what the Chargers do tomorrow night on Monday Night Football. They are not going to make my top five list. So that's why I could make this list right now and not even worry about it. Yeah, that's what I got. I got the Chiefs coming at number one. Ravens coming in at number two. The Eagles coming in at number three. Uh, Cincy coming in at number four. And the Dallas Cowboys coming in at number five. Honorable mention goes to the Jacksonville Jaguars, who have won four straight, beat my Steelers. Uh, honorable mention goes to the Detroit Lions, who are currently six and two, I believe. Um, and honorable mention goes to the Dolphins at six and three. But they are not in my top five. Not this week. So that's what I got for you football-wise. Um, Monday night, we got the Chargers and the Jets. Easy win for the Chargers. Unless Brandon Staley finds a way to blow it for them, as he usually does. Easy win for the Chargers. No big deal. Um, what else do we got going on? NBA tipped off. Uh, shout out to Chuck. Shaq. Chuck, Kenny, EJ, they back. NBA on TNT, obviously the top um, basketball show uh, out here. So if you're not watching that, you're not watching them, I don't know what you're watching. Uh, NBA tipped off. Nuggets smashed the Lakers. I'm not sure what it is with the Lakers and the Nuggets, but they just can't seem to beat the Nuggets as of right now, at least lately. And it's probably because they don't have a, a, a bruiser on defense. So if they would go get Dwight Howard and stop worrying about who's in Dwight Howard's bedroom, then the Lakers will win the championship. But they need Dwight Howard. I hate to say it, but they need Dwight Howard. You hear that, Rob Palenka? Y'all need Dwight Howard. Don't worry about his off-the-court issues, man. He's not hurting nobody off the court. He's not hurting it. He's not hurting the fly. If he wants to sleep with whoever he wants to sleep with, let him do that. It does not affect him on the basketball court. So, um, yeah, but the Lakers, the Lakers do look good though, minus the fact that the, you know they played the Nuggets. Uh, we have Chris Paul on the Golden State Warriors. That is a little different. Um, Chris Paul is leading the NBA and assists on three point field goals with twenty eight. Um, I think that was to be expected with Clay and Curry running the wings. Of course, Chris Paul, the maestro, is going to find you open. Uh, we did have a big trade also in the NBA with um, James Harden going to the Clippers for a bevy of picks and roster roster you know pieces, Batum, Markeith Morris, uh, Covington. It was a couple other people. Uh, the trade, I think, ultimately – is going to be won by the Clippers because they got James Harden 
And Philly's left with nobody. They have Embiid, they have Tobias Harris, who's at best is a third fiddle, and, and a bunch of role players that they got from the Clippers. I don't like the trade for Philly at all. I don't like the trade. And if I am Philadelphia, I am on the phone with Golden State Warriors, and I am getting Chris Paul to Philadelphia immediately. Immediately. Chris Paul does not want to be with Golden State coming off the bench. He hasn't came off the bench his whole career. He doesn't want to do that. Philadelphia, they need a point guard. Tyrese Maxey, I understand, is the future. But right now, he should be playing off the ball so he can score because they need people to score now, now that they no longer have James Harden. Uh, You bring Chris Paul in. You put Tyrese Maxey as a shooting guard. You let him do whatever he wants. You still have Embiid. You still have Harris. You still have a pretty good team. You don't have a team to beat the Bucks or the Celtics, but you're still right there. But I don't know what you're going to have to give up to get Chris Paul, but whatever you need to do, Philly, you need to be on the phone first thing trying to get Chris Paul out of Golden State. That's what you should be doing. Um, what else do we have in the NBA? Oh, Lillard and Giannis look very good together. Um, I think that was to be expected. Really, that was supposed to that was to be expected. I mean, when you put when you put uh Damian Lillard, who averaged thirty last year, um, onto the Bucks with Giannis, who averaged thirty, uh, you knew what you're gonna get. You know what I mean? You knew what you're gonna get. Which is, wait, hold up. You knew that Dame Lillard was going to show up. And, I mean, Dame, you did, you know what you're getting with Dame Dollar, man. I don't know. I mean, I don't really don't know what else to say about that. So they, they look very strong. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm trying to find something right now. I'm trying to find something right now, but I I got it now. Okay, but anyway, um, yeah, but anyway, you got the you got the Bucks looking good. They do look like they are the best team in basketball right now. When Lillard is hitting on all cylinders, they still have, uh, of course, Giannis. They still got Middleton. Still got Lopez. They still have a good bench. They still have um, Bobby Portis. Like they still, like they still are very strong. They're still very, very strong, man. So, um, Celtics, Porzingis. So far, Porzingis has showed up. So far, he has showed up, and he does appear to be, um, he does appear to be a good fit so far for. The uh, Celtics, and but I still, you know, I still don't see it right now, man. Grizzlies, shout out to the Grizzlies for getting their first win uh, today. But you know, with our job, they have been pretty, pretty bad. They've been pretty bad. Um, 
the end season tournament had their first round last week. Well, no, the other day, I guess that was two days ago. They had their first. And the courts that they're using right now for the end season tournament look crazy. They're actually a distraction for real. So if you see the courts, they actually look like a, I don't know. I mean, they, they, they're colorful, they're bright. They're not horrible, but they definitely, they're definitely loud, I guess is the word I'm looking for. Those courts are very loud. Uh, do I like them? Not really. Do I have anything against them? No, I don't. But I wouldn't want to play on them, and they're hard on the eyes to watch the game. Because the courts, they have the big trophy in the middle. They're super bright colors. Like I don't know. Like I said, they're not horrible. I do like the in-season tournament, though. Um, I think it's going to be beneficial for the league as far as you know, people actually, you know, tuning in and watching the NFL, watching the NBA, why the NFL season is still going on. Because a lot of people don't really take the NBA serious till after Christmas. Christmas Day games are always like the start of the real NBA season for most people. This in-season tournament does kind of raise that a little bit, raise the stakes a little bit prior to Christmas. So the players are playing a little bit harder prior to Christmas. Um, speaking of playing harder, um, Kawhi Leonard has been playing. He's been playing. He has not been low managing. Uh, do I like what I, do I like what I'm going to get out of him with James Harden, Russ, PG, and Paul George is playing as, as a MVP. He's probably like leading Canada MVP right now. Paul George is playing some good ball. He's averaging almost 30, shooting above 50% from the field and the floor. He looks very good right now. Uh, averaging probably about four or five rebounds, four or five assists, maybe two or three steals. Paul George is playing some good basketball right now. So is Russ and James Harden to that mix. And I believe James Harden is making his debut tomorrow night, Monday night against the Knicks, I believe. And James Harden to that mix. And they said they're going to roll out a starting lineup with Harden, Kawhi, PG, Russ, and Zubac. I'm interested. I'm intrigued to see how this is going to work. But I do like it, though. But I do like it. Um, That might be all we rocking with sports-wise. Oh, Wimbe, Wimbe, I, I cannot believe I almost forgot about this. Wimbenyama. Oh, man, he's the real deal. Victor Wimbenyama is the real deal. I knew he was going to be the real deal. Uh, It was not something that... I didn't anticipate happening. I knew he was going to be like official. So um, him getting, I think he had 38 the other night against the Suns when they beat the Suns. They beat the Suns back-to-back games. That was something that I didn't anticipate seeing. Um, Phoenix starting off slow. Uh, don't have Bradley Bill, but they do have KD and Booker, and they still should be able to win, win games, but they have no rim protection. They have no bigs down low. That's going to be their downfall. They're not going to be able to outscore everybody. They also could use a Dwight Howard or JaVale McGee or Boogie Cousins, some sort of enforcer down low in the middle. But for some reason, nobody wants to, I don't know, nobody wants to bring these guys into camp. I'm not understanding what's going on. But Wimbenyama will be an all-star this year. He is definitely the real deal. He is virtually unstoppable. Uh, I like Shaq, you know, going with the comparison of saying, We've seen Wimbenyama before as Bobo. Bobo just does not have the opportunities that Wimbenyama has. 
but he can do the same things that Wimby can do. But Wimby is definitely official. He's definitely the real deal. No slouch at all. Uh, and I look forward to watching Wimby. Like, like he's like he's almost like must see TV because you don't know what he's going to do. Like he can bring, he can be point guard, he can be center, he can be shooting guard. I mean, the man is ridiculous. He can literally do it all. Um, he's he is frail, but he use he you know he kind of uses his weight to his advantage. He kind of does get bumped around a little bit, but he's not. I mean, he's not a slouch though. Like you're not gonna bully him. You're definitely not gonna bully him. Um, that's all we got sports wise, man. I mean, like I said, I don't really have a docket. I'm just really kind of winging this episode right now. And yeah, man, so we ain't, we, we just kind of, we just going to kind of just flow with a bunch of topics, man. We're going to get into this no-no of the week. Uh, this no, I mean, I could have gave this no-no to the dude that shot out those people last week. But since I'm a little bit late on that, um, this no-no is going to... A janitor accused of contaminating food in a New Jersey school. And this is actually pretty nasty. Um, A janitor from New Jersey has been arrested for allegedly contaminating food and committing lewd acts at the elementary school where he worked. Giovanni Impelizzeri, the 25-year-old janitor at Elizabeth Moore School, was arrested Tuesday. He is accused of tampering with cafeteria food with bleach and bodily fluids. He also allegedly performed sexual acts with inanimate objects at the school and posted videos of them on social media. According to the news release, uh, Impelizzeri, I don't know how you pronounce his last name. It's spelled pretty crazy. I wonder what race he is because I have never heard of that last name before in my life. Uh, he's facing multiple charges, including aggravated assault and endangering the welfare of a child. Um, there are parents that are worried about their children's health and are demanding answers from the, from the school. Of course, the parents are probably freaking out. Um, I mean, when you think about it, this dude's posted inappropriate videos. I mean, the school probably should have seen that. Um, like just, I mean, just think about what he's doing. He's contaminating the food and like, it's just, it's just, you know what I mean? Like, what are you doing, man? Like, what are you doing? Like what you're 25 years old. What would possess you to contaminate the foods of elementary kids? Like, like what, like, and what brain would you think that that's okay? This story is coming from the Jasmine brand too. Shout out to jasminebrand.com. Um, but what, in what world would you think that that is okay? You work at a school. You are there to, uh, anybody that is there to, anybody that works at a school is there to assist children, um, you know, for the betterment of their lives. You are there to assist them in any way possible. You are not there to poison them. You are not there to, contaminate their minds or their food or their bodies or anything of that nature. Uh, it's just, it's, I don't, I don't even really know what to say. Like you putting feces and you're putting urine and, and, and the food that these kids are eating, you need to be put under the jail. 
You know what I mean? You're, I mean, you're, you're facing an aggravated assault. That should be at least a good five to ten years, endangering the welfare of a child. You endanger the welfare of hundreds of children. So how many counts does that? How many counts are you gonna get for that? But you definitely, I mean, Giovanni Impel, Impelizzeri. This no no is for you, man. For for just being just the overall just bad guy. You know what I mean? I don't, yeah, just being a bad person. Like, what are we doing? We contaminating food. Like, what did what did you get out of that? What exactly did you get out of that, Giovanni? What would I mean? I don't understand what the satisfaction was, man. And just for just being an overall bad person and contaminating children and just you know risking the lives of multiple children who you're supposed to be in care of. Um, this no no goes to you, Giovanni Imperlisi. Because the contamination of food to children at an elementary school, that which makes it even worse, is a no-no. It's just something I just can't go for, man. That's just something that we just can't go for, man. It's just crazy, man. I don't understand what what will possess you to do something like that. I, like, I just don't, I don't know. I just don't get it, man. Like, anything that has to do with, like, disarming kids, I just don't understand. So I, I'll never be able to wrap my brain around something like that. It's, it's just, yeah, it's just nuts, man. I just will never be able to wrap my brain around something like that. Uh, let's go ahead and transition out of that. Another thing I also realized, too, when, now that I'm I'm going to try to get back to being consistent with my recordings, um, at least I'm going to try to. I still have things going on personal, personal life-wise. I also realize now that not every episode has to be an hour episode. I can do half an hour. I can do 45 minutes and still just, you know what I mean, still put the content out there. So that's another thing that I've also realized, man, is, is that having some sort of motion is better than having no motion. Even if it's slow motion. So even if I'm doing episodes that ain't all that long, it still it still, you know, keeps the train rolling. Still keeps the train rolling. So that's that's kinda uh what I'm thinking about, you know, doing moving forward. If I don't have, you know, an hours worth full of, you know what I mean, episode or whatever, I'ma just put out what I got. I'ma just put out what I got, man, and just roll with it. So that's just kind of where we at right now. Um, let's see. Moving forward. What else is going on right now, man? Oh, we had the whole thing. Okay, so we got the whole thing with Joe Button. Uh, apparently, he was approached by uh, DJ Envy's former business partner, Caesar Pina's brother. He was approached by him. I don't know what was going on. I don't know what the beef is between those two. Uh, but obviously, if you know, have been paying attention, Caesar is under investigation for robbing people in the real estate scam, including DJ Envy. He's also a victim. And, you know, of course, those issues get talked about on the pod. Uh, shout out to Joe Button Podcast. It's lit over there. Uh, shout out Queens Flip, too. That's my mans in them. Um, But, yeah, I mean, of course, Joe spoke on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and the guy, I guess Caesar's brother or cousin or whoever it was, tried to 
you know, press Joe button. He didn't really do anything, whatever, whatever. So the very next, I guess, you know, Joe drops an episode. This is all happened in the last two or three days. Joe drops a podcast episode, you know, saying this, that, and the third. And apparently last night he was at a nightclub and the dude sucker punched him. So there was, you know, reports and speculation that Joe had got jumped. Um, he went on live uh, with with Flip today, um, stated he didn't get jumped, stated he did get sucker punched, and that he's fine. And the other guy basically got lucky. And Joe's a big dude, man. He's not like a small guy. Like, if you want to go at him, you got to be pretty big. Like, he's not a little person. So, um, yeah, so I guess we'll, we, you know, we'll see what happens on the Patreon episode that Joe drops, uh, which is probably going to come out tomorrow. He usually drops a Patreon episode Monday, um, every Monday pretty much. So we'll definitely see what he got to say about the incident. And at the end of the day, I mean, look, Joe got a microphone. He's going to talk. He's going to talk his talk. He's not worried about anybody not liking what he t- what he's talking about. But it should not be taken personal at all, at all. But, of course, some people do take things personal. But if you're, if you're Caesar's cousin, um, you need to talk to Caesar. He's the one that's in trouble. He's the one that got people talking about him. What that got to do with Joe? Joe's just, you know, he ain't. Don't ask for what, what did they say. Don't ask for the weather if you don't want to hear it. It's snowing. Don't ask for the weather report if you don't like what I tell you. You know what I'm saying? Like Caesar, you, you the one that you know you out here got your stuff, got your name, got some smut on your name right now because you know you stealing people's money and whatnot, what for? And now people are talking about it, and now you mad? Like, that don't make no sense. That makes no sense. So, uh, shout out to Joe, man. Look like he all right. Um, shout out to Envy. We'll see what happens. Uh, with Envy moving forward, I mean, of course, there was speculation that they raided the iHeart office. That wasn't true. Um, but, you know, there was some heat on Envy, but, I mean, ultimately, he is a victim, so he is not really supposed to be speaking on the case, but he has. Um, and, you know, we'll just see. We, we'll we'll, we'll kind of keep monitoring what's going on, but I'm sure we will hear Joe speak on the situation and the incident. But one thing about Joe is is he never backing down from no fights. That's for sure. He definitely not backing down from no fights, man. And um Yeah, there's been a lot of messiness. There's been a lot of messy stuff in the news lately. You know what I mean? Like a lot of messy. We got Glorilla and, and Academics going back and forth. Academics and Saucy Santana. Um like just a yeah, just a lot of mess, man. I don't know, you know what I mean? It ain't it ain't. I mean, it's not like messy like that, but there are things that, like, I guess, really shouldn't be happening. You know what I mean? I don't think that Ack and, and Glorilla should be going back and forth. Ack and Saucy Santana—that's a different story. Um, but yeah, I don't see any reason for Ack to be having beef with Glorilla. I don't make that don't make no sense to me. Uh, as far as what he got going on with Saucy Santana, I mean. Yeah, you speak on Young Miami, you know, her, her people coming out. And he shout out the uh, Million Dollars Worth of Game. They got the, the uh, Young Miami episode coming out tonight. I definitely want to listen to that. I like Carisha. I do. She won the she won the podcast award at the this year's uh, 
BET Awards. I think this is her second year in a row winning. She said Diddy had nothing to do with that. Uh, there were some people that were upset that she won and said it should have won the million and said it should have won the drink champs. Um, but I don't think anybody in this space, in this media space, has more anticipated episodes than Carisha Please. Which is probably part of the reason why she does not drop her episodes all the time. It kind of builds up anticipation, builds up hype. Um, their rollout for the City Girls album was not good at all. The sales reflected that. Uh, but of course, that album, I think it's going to live a lot longer than what people think. Uh, City Girls music is timeless. Album sells first week, whatever, probably are not going to be good. But I guarantee you see those captions and you hear those lyrics from a lot of females moving forward. Uh, shout out to my shorty Wop too. Well, I don't even know if I should be doing that right now, but shout out to her anyway. Even though we ain't on the same page right now. Shorty Wop. Um... Yeah, what else is going on? What else is going on? Blueface. Shout out to Blueface, man, for getting engaged, man. You know what I mean? They got a lot, he got a lot going on with this uh love triangle with, with Jaden and, and Krishan Rock. But Blueface did drop down to one knee and propose to Jaden Alexis, which I think was surprising. I'm not sure if it's all part of his plan. Uh Krishan definitely was mad. At least it doesn't seem like she's mad, but she, you know, she went on the Jason Lee show and, and basically stated that her and Blue are still sleeping with each other and still doing whatever they doing. Um, but still, it takes, it, it, you know, it takes a real man to, to drop down to one knee and propose, man. It does, man. It definitely does. So we got to, we got to give it up to Blueface, man. We got to, man. We got to give it up for Blueface, man. We'll make it clap. We'll make it clap. Yeah, it takes a real man to go ahead and do that, man. So I ain't mad at him for doing that. Um, but shout out, to, shout out to him, though, man. I don't know what's going on with that love triangle, but it is very weird. Um, so we'll, we'll, you know, we get we get Blueface and Krishan updates almost every other day for real. So I'm sure we'll get another one very soon. Uh, of course, we had the whole thing with Will and Jada. Um. Jada Pinkett, her book rollout was crazy. Uh, again, she was just kind of slandering Will um, in the process of her rollout, which is unnecessary, but but it happens. Um, when you with somebody for that long, man, you you definitely going uh you gonna have some bumps some some bumps along the road. <clears throat> definitely gonna have some bumps along the road, man. Um, got the whole thing with Joe Smith and his wife, you know, who's on OnlyFans, and it, that's and that's look the respect level. Sometimes it just gotta be there, man. You know what I mean? Your wife, just for Joe Smith, he's mad. He's not gonna leave her, but of course he's mad. Why are you not telling me your husband that you have an OnlyFans? And if I met you like this. That's even more reason for you to tell me because I'm not gonna get mad. You know what I mean? So like, it's just, it's just like, where's the respect? Where's the respect at, man? I mean, Joe Smith ain't going nowhere. He's married to this lady, to this woman. But at the end of the day, though, if I met you like that and you was already out here, I'm not gonna be mad if you got an OnlyFans. I'm not. Which leads me to another question, man. 
is it a flex to 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 masturbate to your girl or 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 your or your guy is that a, is that a flex to masturbate to your significant other i don't know we'll, we'll get into that another day but i'm gonna pose that question to y'all is that a flex is that like a good thing to masturbate to your significant other We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Not this episode. We'll get into it though. Next episode. Yeah, but you have you have women out here like like Joe Smith's wife that you know what I mean won't get permission or won't even ask to to have an OnlyFans just to be on a respect level. But then you have women like Lotto who you know ask permission to post or something. You know she shows the text messages where she asks permission to her man to post a video. You have uh, Angela Simmons saying Gotti says she could post his twerk video. Like you have those type of women. That you have those type of women. That's what the men are looking for. It's it's we know you're in a public spotlight. It's just a respect thing. That's all. It's just respect. You know what I mean? Can I post, babe? Can I post this? Of course you can. Yeah, but just to respect to ask your man if you could post something that may be offensive goes a long way in keeping your relationship happy it does it goes a long way so and then and then joe smith's wife talking about the her body count like the body count the bodies that she got from work don't count on her body count i've never heard of such i've never heard of such before we gotta be kidding me man we not we just eliminating the bodies that you had while you was working Wait a minute, what is going on out here, man? Now, I don't think Joe Smith cares, you know what I mean? I don't think real men don't really care about body count like that, to my knowledge. I mean, because I don't think I don't think men want women judging, judging them by their body count, because that could get real ugly. <laughs> so to my knowledge, um, body count does not matter to real men. So why are you sitting there saying that? Like your body count does not count while you're at work. Only bodies that outside of work don't count. So only bodies that you had outside of porn don't count. What? That's it. That sounds nuts, man. You know what I mean? But Drea, look, Drea was ahead of her time. Shout out to Drea, man. She was ahead of her time when she said her wholeness got deleted. Her her wholeness got deleted. She was ahead of her time when she said that. And now we have Joe Smith's wife basically saying the same thing. Her wholeness got deleted. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's crazy, man. It's crazy. Definitely crazy. But shout out to Lotto, man. And Angela Simmons for getting permission from their significant others to do post on social media, man. Take notes, ladies. Take notes, man. Take notes. Just a, just a respect thing. Nothing, nothing major. Um, what else do we got going on out here? Summer Walker and Meech is back together. We'd love to see it. We'd love to see a king get his queen back. You know what I mean? Especially when, you know, they was rocking with each other hard. Of course, they were both. It looked like Summer Walker was a little bit more hurt than Meech was. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, they found themselves back together, man. And we'd love to see it, man. Shout out to Meech. Shout out to BMF. Hopefully BMF is on soon. I believe BMF is coming on after Raising Canaan, which will be in, I believe, March or April. Right now we have, and I'm going to do a breakdown. I'm going to do a deep dive on Power Book Force 
this week. Um, we are at the season finale this Friday. Um, the episode is this season has been going crazy. It's all over the place, but I'm gonna definitely do my deep dive for y'all uh, after the season finale. I'm gonna do it after the season finale, just like I did for Power Ghost. Uh, Raising Canaan, the trailer for Raising Canaan has came out. Um, that comes on December first. I'm looking forward. To, I can't actually. I can't wait for Raising Canaan. Really. Um, the Power Book Force with Tommy. This season is going crazy. It's going nuts, man. It's going nuts. And Tommy then found his Angela Valdez though. That's what's crazy. Is Tommy literally he turning into ghost? Low key. Low key he turning into ghost. And I and I'm here for it. I'm definitely here for it. But he got his Angela Valdez. Yes, and and uh and Chicky's sister. So I, I do like it. I'm definitely rocking with it heavy. But I'm gonna do a deep dive on that very soon. Very, very soon. Uh but yeah, I can't wait for BMF to come back on, man. So BMF, I believe, like I said, is going to be probably around March or April because it's going to come on after Raising Canaan. But I'm definitely looking forward to that. Uh, what else do we have going on out here? Uh, Kasanat, you know, did his seven-day stream in jail. Uh, got a lot of backlash for it. I guess people were thinking he was making a mockery of jail. Um, I didn't really watch a lot of it. I did see it catch a little bit of it. Um, on stream. I mean, he had Krishan in there, he had Drewski in there, NLE Chopper, Tiana Trump. Um, he basically just essentially made a made a jail. Like made a like a a jail. I don't know if he used a some sort of studio or something, but it, I mean it wasn't that I don't know. I think it it was kind of a mockery, but kinda not, but it kinda was. Um uh, he had people sneaking in cheeseburgers. Tiana Trump being in there was nuts. Um, just the whole thing was crazy. But shout out to Cass in that, man, for just pushing the envelope. I'm never going to say nothing negative about Kai. He's pushing the envelope. So got nothing negative to say about him doing that. Uh, college basketball season starts tomorrow. Shout out to my Pitt Panthers. Get a home game. Um, What else do we have going on right now, man? What else? What else? What else? I'm getting ready to close this episode out, man. I'm definitely getting ready to close this episode out. It feels good to get my legs back underneath me. Um, I will speak a little bit more on what's going on with me in my personal life next episode, but it definitely, yeah, it definitely took a toll on me. Uh, that's for sure. Um, you know, and I, and yeah, it definitely took a toll on me. I, I will say that it has been it is it has been some trying times um to kind of just kind of get up and maintain daily life while you're going through those things and it's not a, it's it's not an easy process it's not an easy thing to do um but sometimes you just gotta you know you gotta you know put your chin up and just keep trucking uh, no matter how you're feeling so um I've been, I've been able to manage to do that to a certain extent, but it has not been the easiest of things to do. Um, yeah, but you know, we'll, we'll get into that next episode. Other than that, um, 
that might be all we get, man. We didn't really get too much else going on, man. Got a couple minutes left before we hit that. Oh, speaking of that, and shout out to the NFL for for listening to the fans and 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 limiting the Taylor Swift uh, Swifty appearances at the Kansas City games. Shout out to the NFL, man. They heard us. You know, the fans spoke, man. We were tired of seeing Taylor Swift on the screen at the at the at the Kansas City games. And the NFL listened. Now, she also uh, has not been at the games, but still, though, we still just haven't heard. I mean, she, I don't know. It's just too much, man. We just did, we don't want to see her. We, just, we don't want to see her. You know what I mean? We don't want to see her when she's at the game, man. I mean, yeah, we want to see her when, she's, when she first shows up. Other than that, that's it. We don't want to see her, man. You know what I mean? The, the game is about, is, is about the football teams. It's not about Taylor Swift, man. It's not about her. Uh, shout out to Jeezy. I got to tap into that new Jeezy album um, where he addresses some things that happened. Of course, Jeezy getting divorced. Free Young Thug as well. We're going to get into that next episode. And yeah, man, that's it, man. That's all we got, man. We getting out of here, man. We closing this episode out. Um... Definitely feels good though, man. But I, but I, but but two things for sure I got coming for y'all next episode is my power recap and my update on my personal life, man. I didn't think I was going to be able to get through this episode without kind of getting into that, and I've been worried about that. But I've managed to give y'all a little bit of what's going on, um, especially with the intro song. And just kind of letting y'all know, it's, yeah, it's, it's been trying times. That's all. But you know, we here. We keep it moving. We keep it pushing. Uh, you got it. Episode, the unknown episode. But we back though, man. We back, man. We gonna start getting, start pumping these episodes out, man. Hopefully. And yeah, that's all I got for y'all, man. You got it. Episode unknown. We out of here. Gia. So put your run away, run away, cause I'm back. Hit them up, get them up, split them up. Damn. Tell me what's going on. It make me wanna holler, cause my dollar's coming ozone. Slow for the breakup, so take off your clothes and quit trying to spit at my motherfucking hoes. Speaking of hoes, I get to the point. You think you got the bomb, cause I wrote you a drink. You so fleet. And I'm the big dog. I scratch you off my balls with my motherfucking Shout out Gorilla, though, man. Steelers fan for life. And see where I'm coming from is still east side till I die. Y X Y as the world keeps spinning to the D O W C Y. Silly, go get Chris Paul, man. Save him from Golden State. He don't want to be there, man. Get him out of Golden State, man. Joe Smith, your wife, she wild, man. She definitely wild. Cam was definitely, Cam was definitely getting at her. He definitely was getting at her. Shout out to it is what it is talk show too, man. He's going crazy, doing big numbers. You can't see me. I'm a deep like that strap. Shout out to Uncle Snoop too, man. Like tennis racket, it's on again, it's on again. All I think is green, so there ain't no stopping. I wanna see some planes dropping.
You got it. Jill, we out of here.